The college basketball experience, Texas Longhorns 2022-23 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Hey, this is John Sally, and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride. Longhorns 2022 season preview episode. Uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. The basketball season's getting closer and closer and closer. And I cannot wait because we got Chris Beard in year two in Austin, Texas. I am joined. Uh, by pretty much my, I want to say a, a co-host of ours. Uh, you can hear this guy. He's the host of the, the uh, NFL gambling podcast. One of the many hosts you can hear him on the, on his own podcast. Um, and we'll pr- plug that in a second here, but uh, give it up for former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and West Virginia university. Give it up for Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, Ryan? Colby, I am fired up. We are three weeks away from opening night. We got preseason polls. We got Ken Palm rankings out. Everything's out. The season is here. There we go. And by the way, it's the Ryan and Rush show. Check out his other podcast. Yes. As I was drawing <laughs> a blank on the name of that. But uh, yes, the season is here and uh, super, super excited. You take a look at the Texas Longhorns in year one. I don't know what to make. I mean, like, what do you make of Chris beer was 22 and 12 in his first year in Austin, Um, which, okay. That's, that's fantastic uh, in a way, but from a win percentage standpoint, it's actually worse than Chaka smarts final year. Um, So I don't know. I'll put it like this. I think he did a great job. They went to the NCAA tournament. They won a game in the NCAA tournament, but when I saw all those transfers come in, I thought that team had potential to go to the final four. So in a way I could sit there and say a little disappointing, but they still were a tournament team. They played the gauntlet of the big 12. What do you make of uh, beards first season there in Austin? I thought it was solid overall. Like you said, they kind of got worn down throughout the big 12 at the big, the big 12 will do that to everybody as, as everybody knows. But I think it was more setting the culture, and then year two, like at year one at Tech, they kind of struggled a little bit as well under Beard. But then years two and three is when they really started making their push, where they got to the Elite Eight, and then obviously the national championship. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it'll be interesting to watch. You know, this could be Texas's final season in the Big Twelve. Well, no, I think they're going to get next year too. But so two more years potentially, maybe three. 
Uh, should be very interesting to watch as uh, as the Longhorns. Uh, you know, you you take a look back. You 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 put you know you pull the curtain back on last season's numbers. They were uh, you know ten and eight in the Big Twelve. Um, so <laughs> winning record in the Big Twelve is nothing to shake a stick at. Um, uh, but thirteen and twenty ATS. So from a gambling standpoint, uh, if you're a Longhorn fan, you're betting on your team every night. You you uh you definitely took a loss from last season, just thirty nine percent. You look at uh, the numbers, all you know, offensively with adjusted offense, twenty six in the nation, uh, which is pretty good. I feel like for a beard beards teams, I feel like are better defensively, and and you know the the stats back it up here with adjusted defense, fourteenth in the nation. Uh, they were two hundred and fifteenth in shooting the three, so I think you circle that as one of the glaring weaknesses of this team from a season ago. 65th in offensive rebounding, 243rd in defensive rebounding. So maybe you circle that as well. 82nd in free throw shooting, which was a bit surprising considering how bad they shot the three. Uh, 336th in pace. So watch out, Tony Bennett. Chris Beard may be coming for you. And uh, and uh, 129th in the country at taking care of the ball. Uh, any of those numbers stand out besides that? I think the three point, the, the three balls is, is just uh, maybe one of the reasons why they were a little bit disappointing in the, in the NCAA tournament, at least. What do you think? Well, yeah, I, you said the pace. I mean, they were one of the slowest teams. They were more of a half court team. They struggled to get anything in transition. He kind of went back to his old motion offense at Texas tech in year one, and they were really good defensively. And I thought it was a breath of fresh air when they got out of the big 12 and then they go to the NCAA tournament. And then in the opening round, they drop 80 points. And it was like, Whoa, where did this Texas offense come from? They were averaging in the fifties all, but that just shows how good the big 12 is defensively as a whole league. Yeah. Yeah. The best conference in, in college basketball. Now uh, looking at what has changed in Austin, um, Andrew Jones is gone and he was a pretty good player for them. 11 points, three boards shot 32% from three. Also Courtney Ramey, which I know Duke was trying to land. Uh, he transferred out to Arizona. Uh, he shot 35% from three, nine points, four boards uh, forward. Trey Mitchell. Once again, another one of these uh, big 12 transfers within the big 12 uh, as he heads to Morgantown, a place that you're very familiar with. Uh, he was previously, I believe at UMass. So, I mean, he's bounced all around. This is college basketball, 2022 Devin Askew, who I believe transferred in from Kentucky. He transfers out to Cal and he only averaged two points a game last year, but he was talented. So you were hoping maybe if you're a Longhorn fan that you could keep him there. And then Jalen Tyson transferred to Texas tech, never played a game with the Longhorns, but another yet another one that transferred within the big 12. What do you what do you make of all those uh, faces gone, and uh, should they should if you're a Longhorn fan should you panic a little bit about maybe the Ramey loss I don't know maybe the Mitchell loss what do you think? Well, Mitchell left in the middle of conference play. He left with a uh, personal reason, and then obviously ended up at West Virginia in the spring. But Ramey and Jones, I mean, it felt like those guys were there for ten years. I mean, yeah. they were there for all Shaka's years at Texas. So they're going to miss those veterans. And then they obviously provided perimeter shooting, both of them uh, four year guys at average double figures throughout. But I mean, I think they reloaded in the portal as well. And I know you're going to touch on who they added, but it's good to have Marcus Carr and Timmy Allen back as well in year two under beard. 
Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent with, with, with those two. Um, before we talk about what is coming into Austin, I want to tell you folks out there that the Texas Longhorns 2022 season preview, 2022-23 season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Um yeah, so looking here at at uh at what is coming in off this team, they hit the portal heavy. I mean, a little bit, I guess, but got two gigantic players. I would say as far as impact on your team and Tyrese Hunter transferring from Iowa state, who he was a stud in Ames last season, 11 points, five assists, four boards. Uh, and then he goes out and gets a new Mexico state transfer. And if you followed the Aggies, you know, they beat Yukon in the first round of the NCAA tournament. They keep a great program there in Las Cruces. Uh, and, but with Chris Jans leaving for Mississippi State, Serge Barry Rice says, "You know what? I'm looking for a new team. Finds his new team. Serge Barry Rice averaged 12 points, five uh, rebounds, three assists, and I know they're raving about him this off season. Uh, those two guys are coming in, just great gets. You would think in the portal, and then four top 205 recruits. Yeah, so th- I guess three three top." 100 recruits and then the 205th recruit in the nation. We'll get to him. Uh, six, seven forward Dylan Mitchell, the number five recruit in the nation out of Tampa, Florida is coming in. Then six, three guard uh, Artario Morris, the number 17 recruit in the nation out of Dallas, Texas. And then six, four guard uh, Rowan uh, Brumball, number 85 recruit in the nation out of Washington, DC. Brutal Terrapins, Georgetown. Where are you at? Uh, six, six forward uh, Alex Anamque. Uh, he's ranked number 205 in the nation out of McKinney, Texas. All those are coming in. What do you make? I mean, I do think, you know, comparing some of these other teams, when you say, ah, you know, some of that freshman class, pretty much not going to see the, the, the hardwood in, in year one. I, I think Mitchell and Morris uh, will certainly, certainly see the hardwood, even maybe even Brumbaugh as well. What do you make of that whole, that whole class and the transfers they brought in? I really like it to be honest. I think they have a good mix of young talent with experienced guys to go with it as well. You touch on it, Dylan Mitchell and Arterio Morris. Those guys are obviously, I mean, those are top 20 guys, top 20 guys don't sit the bench. So they're going to find their way in the rotation. But then, I mean, Tyrese Hunter, I mean, everybody remembers his big game against LSU in the NCAA tournament. He was having a good freshman year. So I think moving him off the ball to pair with Carr in the backcourt, he's going to have a monster second year. And then obviously you got Timmy Allen as well at, at the four position. And then, I mean, they got good bigs as well. That'll give them depth. So I, I like this team a lot. Yeah. From a talent perspective, I think they're, they're among one of the more talented in the country um, where I want to take a look at the starting five and see what we project, but I got to get us paid one more time, folks. I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by no house advantage. No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play and pick them contest versus other people for a shot at winning 250 K in cash, download the app, choose a contest, select your pl- uh, player props, earn points for corrected points and, and er, for corrected picks. I'm sorry. And climb up that leaderboard for your shot to win big money. Every single day. You can also test your skills versus the house and win 20 times the amount of money you enter. If you hit all your picks, and it's not just uh, you know the the big time sports. It's NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, NASCAR, even 
Uh, so sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app in the app store to get a first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by Babbel. If you like me and there's a foreign language that you regret, you know, learning in high school, I even took the classes. I just didn't learn it. Uh, <laughs> it's never too late to start with Babbel. All right. Babbel's the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Wow. Thanks to uh, Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, which when dealing with a bozo like myself, you give me a little small 10 minute lesson, sign me up. That's the way I learn. All right. You give me the block scheduling and I'm asleep. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there drawing up plays, talking uh, Azusa Pacific basketball or something. I don't know. Uh, thanks to, but, but I'm telling you, you got to check out Babbel. This 10 minute lesson, uh, com- you know, it's smart. I think by doing that, you know, especially because if you j- just hopping in foreignly and you don't know, you know, uh, any of these languages, it can be overwhelming. It really can. So uh, it, this thing will, will 10 minute lessons and, and will have you really uh, having conversations within three weeks. Other language learning apps use uh, artificial intelligence for their lesson plans, but Babel lessons were created by over 150 language experts. Yes. And voiced by real native speakers, not computers. So you take your Skynet and you shove it up your ass. All right. Their teaching method has been uh, scientifically proven uh, to be effective. So you got to check it out. And they look, it's not just Spanish. It's uh, like, for me, <laughs> I want to learn Spanish. I want to learn all these languages, but you know, maybe these 10 minute lessons for me, cause I, I look, I want to go to Italy. I, w- I would like to not be the, uh, the American tourist. That's just like, Hey, how do I get a water? Uh, so check it out. Spanish, French, Italian, German, 14 different languages. All right. Uh, so check it out right now. Get up to 55% of your subscription. When you go to babble that uh, babble.com slash SGP, that's B a B B E L for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble language for life, baby. Uh, nowadays, the way college basketball is going, you're going to, these coaches need to take babble. All right. They need to shit the way that you can recruit out of Europe. I'm telling you, they got to they, they gotta be diving in, man. Um, all right. We're back talking uh, longhorn hoops and uh, yeah, we're going to, I think we're projecting the starting five, which is a, actually a kind of a tall task when you have a team that's this talented, mm-hmm. you know, I heard them raving about Sir Bar, uh, Sir Jabari rice this off season. Does he find a way to crack the starting lineup? Perhaps. I don't know, but we know Marcus Carr, the Minnesota transfer from a couple of years ago, is is going to be there. He's a senior. He's back. He's one of the better players in college basketball. I would expect him, like you mentioned, him and Tyrese Hunter, and 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 what a backcourt that would be. They also have Dylan Mitchell, as we alluded to. The so by us looking at this and trying to project our starting five, we do Carr at the one, Hunter at the two, uh, Dylan Mitchell at the three, Timmy Allen at the four, at twelve point six boards and two assists uh, per game a season ago. And then Christian Bishop and if people might not uh, Christian Bishop from Creighton, remember him at Creighton? Um, mm-hmm. se- he transferred into to Texas a couple of years ago. Maybe this could be his breakout year. Last year, just seven point six rebounds. I was a little disappointed. Uh, I thought that was going to be a huge get, but I do think he's very talented. I think he's capable of having a great season. So that would be what we project as the starting five. Could that change? Of course, because Texas mm-hmm. is extremely talented. Uh, but if so, where would you pencil in that starting five in the ranks of the big 12, Ryan? I think they're in the top four. I think it's obviously the Kansas and Baylor, the two defending national champs. And then you take your pick with TCU, Texas tech and Texas. So I, 
I think that's definitely the top half of the league going into this year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, big 12 play is going to be so awesome. Let's get <laughs> yes, to it. it is. Yeah. Let's get to it. The schedule uh, just around the corner, Monday, November 7th. Uh, we're going to take a look at the out of conference schedule. Then we'll hop into the big 12 schedule, but Monday, uh, November 7th, the UTEP miners come in to the Moody center. It's going to be on Longhorn network. Uh, UTEP's not horrible, but they did get, they, I think they got rated in the transfer portal. So who knows how good they'll look this year, but it'll be a sneaky game. If they're overlooking it, you know, the miners, they've been all right on the college basketball front. I know, like I said, I know they lost uh, was a boom, Sule boom. Uh, <laughs> and, and so I, I, what, that's a win, right? We're just going to, we're just going to give them that one. Yeah. And that's uh Chris Beard's best friend, uh, Joe Golding. If people remember when Abilene Christian beat Texas, he was the head coach of Abilene Christian. So he's now at UTEP. Awesome matchup. Awesome matchup. Yes. Cause the way they play defense, both these teams, well, just golden coach teams. If you remember Abilene Christian, when they beat Texas, yeah. I mean, shit, Chris Beard should thank him because he's the, he's the guy who got Shaka smart fired. And they almost <laughs> beat Texas tech uh, earlier yeah. in the year as well in Lubbock. So yeah, no, it's good. They know each other well, but I, I'm with you. The Longhorns will be too much, but yeah, no, that's he definitely should thank him. He's the reason he's there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, week or week two, game two, November 10th, uh, Houston Christian, which formerly Houston Baptist, they changed their name. Um, that's a win. They, they're not very good on the, in, in college hoops, but hey, maybe this year they will be. But no, I got them two and zero. You got them two and zero. Yep, and that sets up the big one. Oh man, this one. November 16th. That's a Wednesday folks Gonzaga. And I love the fact they're playing these ones on campus. You remember last year, Texas went up to Gonzaga got destroyed by the way. This is the revenge matchup. This is the revenge matchup at the Moody center. Uh, This one's awesome. This is on ESPN two should be on ESPN one. If you ask me, Texas Gonzaga, who are you taking? I'm taking the home team with the revenge angle. You know, they you like mentioned it. it. They they got their ass beat by them up in Spokane. I mean, a lot of teams do that. That place is unbelievable, but they got to come back down to Austin. I think uh Chris Beard will have those guys ready to go. Yeah. I'm going to take Gonzaga. I just exactly. think that with them bringing back Timmy, you know, with them yeah. going out in the portal and getting a couple gigantic uh pieces I think it's going to be a close game though. And I like the revenge angle. I like the road angle. I like the fact that it's not one of these neutral site games. Cause you see college basketball really doing a ton of these neutral site games, which, okay. You know, it's great to see some of these matches, but I would just love them on campus. Cause uh, campus is, is what makes college sports so great. Um, then you got the Leon black classic where they take on in Edinburgh, Texas. They take on the lumberjacks of Northern Arizona. That should not be a problem because I've had the opportunity of watching NAU basketball often. They're not very good. So uh, no, I, I think uh, Texas will roll the lumberjacks. Sorry. NAU. I hope uh, <laughs> I kind of hope I'm wrong, but uh, it's not, I'm not going to be wrong here. Um, so I got them three and one. You got them four and oh, yep. then UT Rio Grande. Don't sleep on my boys. Uh, <laughs> they were a, they were a gold mine for me. I want to say two years ago, 
Last year they were all right, but two years ago, <laughs> Vegas did not know about UT Rio Grande, and I was covering. I was a covering machine on UT U, UT RT. What is it? UT RGV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I got Texas winning this, so I got I got them going through yeah. the month of November, uh, sitting there at four and one. You got them five and zero. Oh. Yep. Whew. Then, interesting matchup, Big Twelve. Big East battle. This is once again at the Moody Center in Austin, Texas, taking on the Creighton Blue Jays. <sighs> we talked about Christian Bishop used to play at Creighton. This is a revenge spot for him then. Um, and this is one, honestly, like Creighton's coming in with a ton of hype. And rightfully so. They have a great roster. But I still wonder if McDermott can can coach all that talent. I'm going to take the Longhorns to get the dub in Austin, Texas at the Moody Center. What are you doing? This is one of those games where it's where's the games played. So it's played in Austin. I'll take the home team. If it was in Omaha, probably a different animal and different way of thinking of the game, but I'm with you. I'm going to take the home team again. Uh, then you got the Jimmy V Classic on December 6th. That's Tuesday, December 6th in uh, Madison Square Garden on ESPN. By the way, the, the Creighton game is on ESPN as well. Um, Take it on the Illini. This game is great. Illinois. Yes. They went out in the portal. Got a couple. Uh, Matthew Meyer from Baylor. They also got uh, the kid from Texas Tech. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Terrence. Terrence. Aaron Shannon. Yes, I wanted to say Terrence Ran- Rancher, the former Texas guard. I think. Um, oh man, I do feel like Texas is slightly better, but this is a true neutral site game. Give me the Longhorns. I got them winning this. You. So I had them beating uh, Gonzaga. I'll have them drop in the Illini game. So I think they make it through this with one loss. Yeah, uh, I got them. Yeah, I got them with one loss still. So then they take on on December tenth the Jimmy Blacklock or, or I'm sorry, Jimmy Blacklock Classic in Austin, Texas. They're taking on Arkansas Pine Bluff. That will be a blowout win. Then on uh, Monday, December twelfth, they host the Rice Owls. Rice is not bad. I, 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 they were all right for me last year. A little bit inconsistent, but I still think dangerous. If you're overlooking this game and uh, the way that Texas shot the three last year, I still feel like they're susceptible. If they're not better from shooting th- the three or just shooting in general, then you could be susceptible for an upset loss somewhere, but I got them beating rice. You? Yeah, I got them rolling past rice. Uh, then uh pack 12. Uh, LBM coast to coast challenge, which I never even heard of, but uh, Stanford, Jared Haas, big year for him. He's on the hot seat there in Palo Alto. Uh, this game's on ESPN too. And this is at, it, this is not in Austin. This is in Dallas, Texas. So pretty much the same thing at American airlines center. I got them beating Stanford. You same. Yep. Yeah. Okay. No, they, uh, they beat him last year too. So I think they'll beat him two years in a row. Then they take on the Louisiana, the raging Cajuns on December 21st. I feel like Louisiana's team has been just raided by the portal the past couple of years. I got them beating uh, Louisiana right before Christmas yourself. Yeah. You mentioned it. All these mid majors. I mean, they just get killed by the portal with the way it's set up. Now you get good guys. And then the high major just picks them, picks well, them right especially off. like if there's no great culture there, like, okay. Like Loyola doesn't get picked apart, but you look at that la, 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 la tech. I feel like Louisiana, UTEP, 
you know, maybe UTEP's got a little more culture than Louisiana, but still like they, that you're right. But, but it is weird because I feel like some, like some of them can, can actually keep their guys. I think it's all about the culture and the fit. And are you making the NCAA tournament? I, I know obviously some of these schools didn't. So they're thinking, Hey, let me get a shot at getting to the tournament and getting my name heard. But uh, gotta be, gotta be tough to coach there. Um, then on December 27th, the last out of conference game besides the, uh, the sec challenge, which will happen later, uh, Texas A&M commerce. Who's jumped up to a, a division comes to town. Uh, that'll be a win. So basically I, I'm sure you got them as a win there too, right? Yes. So that would put my projection of what our, uh, of what uh, Texas can do at uh, what? Two and one, three and one, four and one, five and one, six and one, seven and one, eight and one, nine and one, 10. And one. I got them 11 and one in at a conference play. You got them 11 and one too, I believe. Yep. I got them 11 and one and it helps for them that they don't play in one of those hard uh, invitationals around Thanksgiving. So instead they're playing the Leon black classic where they're going to play Northern Arizona and UT Rio. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, but their schedule isn't crap other than that. I mean, they got Creighton and Illinois and Gonzaga. So they're definitely testing themselves. Well, and when you add in that January 28th matchup, part of the sec, big 10 challenge, it is in Knoxville against Rick Barnes who used to coach uh, at, at uh, Texas. See, this is interesting because I normally like to fade Rick Barnes, but that's more so in the NCAA tournament. I will take Tennessee to beat Texas in Knoxville. How about yourself? Yeah, because Texas beat him what at the buzzer last year yeah. when the game was in Austin. So yeah, no, I like I like taking the home teams in these matchups. The the home court it actually means something in college basketball. Yeah, yeah. It's not the NBA. All right. It's no. it where just games are who cares? Crowds <laughs> all, they they put fake crowd noise in. They got people, you know, slat you know, doo, doo, like uh, it's all fake. It's from the the machine. Not in college basketball. <laughs> college basketball is a real deal, folks. Uh, look, when the season starts uh, for conference play is on New Year's Eve. Before we get to that, uh, I want to get us paid, but I want to go through the conference. Now we're not going to go through every single conference game because we don't know the injuries or what will happen. Try to forecast, but we will go through and talk about what is the stretch that Texas Longhorn fans need to to to, to focus on the most and say, Oh man, I hope we can get through this stretch. If we can get through this stretch, maybe we could be a one seed or a two seed. We'll get to it. But first I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football and basketball, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and, 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 and pro football and basketball. They got what well, they got the NFL red zone. They got games in 4k at no, no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract. There's no commitment. You could cancel at any time. Right now you can you can try uh, Fubo TV for free for seven days and get fifteen percent off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/sgp. That's fubotv.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yeah, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that yourself that you get the best deal possible. The app also gives you player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep uh, records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com/bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. 
All right, we're back talking Longhorn hoops, and I cannot wait for the season. And uh, especially once you get me started on the season and the out of conference matchups, then I start craving conference play. And conference play is coming our way. New Year's Eve, December 31st, we got the Red River Shootout on the hardwood in Norman, Oklahoma. Porter Moser, year two. Chris Beard, year two. I think Beard's roster's way more talented, but it's in Norman. Mm-hmm. Going to be an interesting one to watch New Year's Eve. Yeah. No, I, uh, on the Oklahoma preview that we just did, I took Oklahoma. So I can't, I can't sway Oof. back and forth. Oof. I'm taking, Oof. I'm taking the Sooners. Oof. I mean, <laughs> just brutal. Uh, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's the, that'll kick off big 12 play. And then after that, the gauntlet that is conference play in the best conference in college basketball. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick out, I'm curious. I looked pre episode and I said, man, this three game stretch is brutal. Uh, what is the one like stretch where you say, okay, you know, if Texas really wants to lock down a one or two seed, they're going to need some, some, some high caliber wins. You know, what is that toughest stretch of the season? You think that, uh, that, that, that could really get them. I, I see. Uh, I'm curious what your answer would be. Cause like I said, I already picked mine. Obviously there's a lot of with the big 12 being every team's good. <laughs> you could, you could sit there and go, Oh, well this one, this one, and this one, but I, I have one and I wonder if it's the same as yours. So I'm curious your answer. Well, the specific game I'm looking forward to with Texas with Chris Beard is obviously going to be February 13th when he goes back to Lubbock again after that crazy atmosphere last year. That was awesome. But uh, for the three game stretch, the last three games of the season where you got to go to Baylor, to TCU, and then you come back home and you end with the Jayhawks uh, before you go to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament. And that is a great answer because that was not the answer that I had, but it was, it was right there. This is how tough the schedule is. Cause I thought Monday, February 6th, they're at Kansas. They come back and they're home to West Virginia. They made it. They need to make sure they do not lose that matchup. And then they're back in Lubbock uh, on, on the 13th. So two road games where if you can grab a win potential top 10 teams, but I completely see your point here at Baylor at TCU. TCU is not the TCU we're thinking of. All right. And this no. is not the TCU from the CUSA back in the day with Kurt Thomas. All right. This is the TCU that Jamie Dixon has built this thing. And I think they're going to be pretty darn good this year. So at Baylor at TCU, and then you come home to the Jayhawks, you make a strong, uh, you make a strong point. You make a strong point. And I think you could argue which one is better. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be chaos. So at, at the end of the day, because like I said, we're not going through every game. A, what is their pecking order in the big 12 gun to your head right now? Obviously we know this is hard and they'll probably, they'll probably be like a game difference between first and fifth, but uh, what's your pecking order? I was just about to say when we're picking the big 12, I feel like you could have like three or four way ties at multiple seedings in this, in this league. I'm going to go third. I think they finished just behind Kansas and um, Baylor and finished third this year. They'd make a step. They were fourth last year. So they take another step and finish third. Mm. I got them fourth. I got them fourth. Yeah. I got, I got Baylor one. I know you have Kansas one. I have Kansas mm-hmm. two, right? Mm-hmm. Three. I'm taking Texas tech and four Texas, but 
I could also see a case. I mean, I've read that you know TCU is a possible team that could come up there. Everyone's high on them. It seems like from from the press. Uh, then you can make a case that some of these other schools that that are really good could get in that mix. You know, there's some mystery teams, kind of like Oklahoma State or Iowa State made a deep run a season ago. So we'll be interested. I'm going I'm to take them at fourth. I'm going to take them at fourth. I don't feel that confident on that because I do believe I wouldn't be shocked if they finished first. I think that they have a, a talented enough roster where they could mm-hmm. finish first. Um, but let's let's. I know the tournament. It's about matchups, so it's really hard to say. Hey, this team will be in the Sweet 16 or be in the Elite Eight. But we are a gambling show. Gun to your head. What's the deepest? Texas could go. I think they could go to go to the final four. If yeah. they, if the matchups present itself, I thought they weren't that too far last year. If they got them by Purdue, that bracket had already opened up and they beat Virginia tech soundly in round number one. I think probably they're going to be a second weekend team, sweet 16 or elite eight, kind of like beard year two at Texas tech. But if they get the perfect matchup and perfect bracket, I could see them getting all the way to the final four. I agree. I agree. I mean, I could also see them. It's all about matchups. And to me, like yeah. I could see them losing or getting the round of 32. If you get the wrong mm-hmm. matchup, you know, I mean uh, what Carolina was, what, what were their seeding last year? They were, they were not. Eight. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Can you imagine getting another team like that as an eight? So it all matters. Injuries play a role, but I can tell you this. We're super excited to watch Texas basketball this year. It's a damn shame. They're leaving the big 12 in a couple of years because I love watching the big 12 way more than the sec when it comes to, to hoops. So uh, folks subscribe to the college basketball experience and remember subscribe to the college football experience. Cause we're, we preview every, We talk every game, every matchup we're high on Quinn Ewers, haircut. So listen to the, uh, the, the college football experience. We talk college football year round over there. We talk college basketball year round over here. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. And I gotta, I, I gotta give some props to the college baseball experience. I know Texas keeps a great team. You got lucky going to my East Carolina pirates last year, but uh, you keep a great team subscribe to the college baseball experience. And we, we talk, th- those shows will be on YouTube as well. So youtube.com slash the college experience, check out all of Ryan's work here. Ryan's uh, like I said, NFL gambling podcast. I know there's cowboy fans and Texas fan or Texans fans out there. I almost said Texas. Um, but uh, also check out the, uh, the Ryan and Russ show. Give Ryan a follow on Twitter at moneyline underscore Mac. You can give me a follow on Twitter at the Colby D also give the college basketball experience, a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And if you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review because you know, that's kind of what pays the bills. Sponsors look at the, those, those comments. They want to see people like the product or not. So please takes a minute out of your day. What are you doing folks? All right. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. And also come talk Texas football and basketball and baseball with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. And uh, yeah, cannot wait for the season. It's right around the corner. So buckle up folks. This is the college basketball experience, Texas longhorn style hook them horns. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it.
Rebounds, first time we block out, we get called for a damn block out. 